Welcome in, Ron Ross Radio Show Podcast. BS. Okay, September 26th, Tuesday. Uh, we're a little late, a little after 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 Pacific. And we're going to get into why we have break ish from uh, Limp Biscuit as our opening theme song in just a little bit. Uh, if you need to leave a message or uh, just want to talk to us or hey, you have a question, you can always do that on our phone line, which is always open. 240-415-9090. 240-415-9090. I probably should have posted that yesterday when we were talking about words that we mispronounced. It would have been a good idea. Which we're going to get into a little bit later. <laughs> well, <laughs> well hindsight, hindsight is, is 2020. Correct. All right, especially with these glasses on that I just freshly cleaned. All right, nice. welcome in. Uh, I'm Ron Ross, and that there is uh, John Yaglinski, executive producer, and uh, basically the catalyst to getting this podcast on the air. So I cannot thank him enough, and I thank him every time I get a chance to. Thank um, you. Now we're having. No, a great thank, you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. thank you. No. No. Thank you. No. So I want to say hi, by the way, to um, uh, everybody who's hanging out and, and who weigh in and are the uh, loyal friends who uh, put up posts and comments and participate. And we just have a great time hanging out with you. And, and I wanted to thank you again for listening. Share if you'd like. Subscribe if you've just found us. But uh, share it with your friends and, uh, and let people know that this is uh, hanging out and going on because... Um, from the old series XM days. Um, there are a lot of friends I think that haven't been able to find me yet. So True. I've got, I've got to get the word out and um, I'm looking into advertising and, you know, getting it out to uh, different areas of the country to let people know this is going on. If they want to chill, if they like what was going on with the Ron Ross morning show, then this is basically the same thing without the music <laughs> and with me. And and with John, and with John, and Don't with a partner. Johnny. I always wanted to have a partner. We almost had a partner. Did you? I almost had a partner. Yeah, it was very close. Um, I had been working with a, an intern, and one of the things there's Jennifer Scott, <laughs> who is uh, our friend from California. Yeah, and uh, and there's Joanne. So, uh, by the way, and you can comment live as this is happening. You can do that uh, on our Facebook as this is happening. It's also on YouTube. But if you're just listening to it, then maybe try to join us live on Tuesdays at 11 uh, a.m. Eastern and check your, you know, you do the math for your local time zone or whatever. And then we, and that way, you can comment and participate as yeah. well. It's fun. But uh, no, I almost had a partner because uh, I we had interns. I had interns. I had a group of interns, like five or six of them, and uh, at the same time. And I gave them um, a task that they had to come up with a feature to run on my show. They had to write it and execute it. And uh, so they all came up with some pretty cool stuff, as I recall. And one woman's name uh, was Jill. It probably still is Jill. And uh, she came up with a, a a feature called and you thought your Monday was bad and uh, it, it would run on Mondays and it was about just stupid 
criminals, idiots, whatever. And her, her, her last line was, and you thought your Monday was bad. Well, I kept that. I asked her to come back and keep doing the feature. Mm -hmm. And so she would, she'd come in and we'd record it on like a Thursday or Friday. And then it got to the point where, um, when I was going to take some time off for like Christmas Eve or Christmas day, um, I would pre-record the show and I would have Jill do the show with me and we would bounce off of each other. I, I, I would love to be able to get into the old system there and find those shows because she was a natural, a natural. And, um, so much so that I sent these tracks to, uh, my boss in New York who sent it to his boss and that boss said, Hey, you need to come up to New York for a meeting. So I went to a meeting and pitched the whole thing with Jill and, and she, who had already been, she had been hired, but she was in the sports department. First of all, she was bilingual. She got in, um, she loved baseball. She was a, um, uh, a, what is it called? Mascot for the Rhode Island, whatever the Rhode she, Island team was. She was a mascot. She was, she was a mascot. She was in the, the, in the wow. costume and dancing and did all that stuff. <laughs> She's also bilingual. So she was running the, uh, the games that were in Spanish oh. and um, uh, oh. on Sirius XM because they had every team, every game. I think it was just XM at the time. No, it was Sirius XM. Anyway. And then, um, so she had been hired and now she's a big muckety muck in the sports department, but in order for her to make a lateral move from that department to work with me, the money just wasn't there. So unfortunately, um, yeah, kind of the never story happened. of radio and, sometimes. And then I even tapped her to, she was the voice on pop 2k. I was the program director of pop 2k for a while. She was the voice on pop. Oh, 2K. And you can cool. still to this day, unless mm-hmm. they've changed it, right? If you're listening to nineties on nine and listen to the back in the day replay. All the numbers are right. Jill. Are Jill. <laughs> That's fun. Number 21. Number 21. Number 18. Number yeah. 12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good she stuff. She was great. She was great. Mm. Loved that. So we almost had we almost had a partner. And then I finally got the phone call afterwards that just says, you know, uh, we just like that it's you. It's just you. And because there's a lot of voices on a lot of other shows and it can get confusing. But if it's just you, then it's you. And also, we don't have to pay anybody else. They didn't say that. In other words, (laughs) the the latter rather than the former. (laughs) But but yeah, sounds good. However, that's (laughs) not on my show agenda. So wait a minute. What? I digress. Follow the notes. Squirrel. Darn it. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, so greatest wife ever, as you may, may or may not know, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, now she's retired, but uh, retired florist, but she's uh, a volunteer and she's been running. And this is actually from the floral days because we owned a flower shop in downtown Middletown, our hometown in Maryland. And, um, and that's how we got involved with the Middletown Heritage Festival. We brought it downtown, shut it down. It was a street festival. John, you were, a, you've been a parade a judge. judge. Parade right. judge, right. Right. So we had, you know, you can judge the floats. You can judge the, you know, talent, music, whatever. Um, I'm not judging. Cheerleaders. It was, it was fun. It was a good time. And um, anyway, so she's been working on this forever and a day. And right. um, 
so she had it all set up and ready to go and she had placed all the vendors and we have everybody for the parade and she had written the script for the parade because i'm the i'm the mc um at which is just the best time ever because they have me piped through the whole town they they put these the big metal old time horns you know like you see in gosh what is it um polar express that are up all over north the north pole oh right like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 those are all along town so i'm piped through the town and um <laughs> and you have to slow down your speech because it's echoing and you just want to make sure that you enunciate so people can hear you you don't want to speak too quickly and I, I I just love it because then I do the parade, I get the MC of the parade, and then and I'm in charge of hiring all the the entertainment. And, you know, we get uh, I get bluegrass bands, and you know, it's just a fun time. And it was supposed to be Saturday. And, uh, oh, oh, yep. <laughs> oh, here comes Ophelia, and it wasn't a named <laughs> storm. It wasn't a named storm yet. Jennifer, do not get ahead of me. She's, Jennifer, she's just kind of ahead of you. Did the festival happen or did the weather spoil it? Would you, I'm getting to my point. Relax. <laughs> Impatient. So. Anyway, I like the question, Jennifer. We're I'm watching it. I like the question too. I'm getting to it. <laughs> All right. We'll get to it. Go ahead. You know, the greatest wife ever does that too. I start telling the story and she's like, oh, is this where punchline? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Now it's not. It's uh, good. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> is this the story with the with the thing okay uh so it turned into a name storm so she's just killing herself she's trying to figure out what to do should we and so she meets with the burgess by the way middletown is one of the few towns left in the country that has a burgess we do not have a mayor we have a burgess i love that about you kids i love that too <laughs> so <laughs> she meets with the town and they decide okay that's it we're just gonna cancel it all right and then but we know that the kids who are in the home on the homecoming court they look forward to this their entire school life right they've been going to the middletown heritage festival they've been watching these kids parade in these convertibles and oh it's uh john yaglinski national honor society he also played soccer in uh the, the junior and senior year and he's going to be going to the university of dayton you know it's you know you thank you you read all of that stuff right and uh and these kids look forward to it so we had to uh, so the great story ever is thinking about it and she's just like, I can't, I can't do that to these kids. So we threw about a whole bunch of things and a whole bunch of phone calls and a whole bunch of finagling and juggling and so on. It's now postponed. So okay. it's, not this, it's not this Saturday, but next. So it's October 7th. So now she's trying to, and, and we had to move it from, move it from main street. So we moved it back to another street. That's going to be close, which actually is better because we'll be able to get a lot of vendors now have food trucks, right? And there's no place to fit food trucks on main street. And I know I'm getting deep, deep into the minutia of all this stuff. And I'm sorry about that, but you know, this is the stuff that greatest wife ever has to deal with and right. finagle with as she sits at the, her computer and she's converted our kitchen into her office it sits on the kitchen table but because there's a big window and she can look out in the, the basement is the right that's right <laughs> that's I'm called not, a callback it's a callback right? that's right <laughs> we're not sticking her in the basement right and the uh, 
And but then you have the cats that have to be up on the table, and, and it's not good right. enough that they're on the table. Then they have to literally try to engage her hand as she's trying to type, and then they have right. to fight. You know, it's, it's right. a whole thing. It is a thing. That's in, in addition to everything else that she's dealing right. with. Yeah. So anyway, she's placing all the um, all the, the vendors. And now we come to find out that the uh, the high school marching band can't be in the parade because they have competition and the cheerleaders who are always wonderful and they you know throw girls up in stunts and all that stuff and both right. both daughters were cheerleaders so i'm very familiar with this program and and really enjoy it they do wonderful work um by the way cheerleaders are athletes i'm just saying uh <laughs> totally oh my gosh who, who would question uh, that seriously it, well there's a dispute trust me it's well, a sport. they're stupid it's a sport definitely it's, is. it should be an olympic sport and um so anyway they're not going to be able to make it so now it's just going to be um and, and you know a fife and drum corps. so we're and it's homecoming it's actually homecoming mm. so later that night so it would be wow. great so we'll get the kids to be in the parade and so anyway still working on that is still a work in progress there's my story of ophelia but i gotta say and i i say it often but i can't say it often enough you know, i'm really proud of the greatest wife ever because in the morning i think of thursday she was just uh completely crestfallen right it's gonna have to cancel so on good but work. by noon by noon once she had talked to our production company that did the staging and the and they said they were available the seventh and then she was galvanized into action, mobilized on the phones, on the phones, on her computer, on her iPad. She's she's doing all of this and and got it done, got it done and got the word out. And then she had to call the radio station and pull the radio ads and she had to have the commercial recut. And did, I mean, it was a it was a whole thing and she got it done. It was amazing to watch. Luckily, so, she has a guy. She's got a guy. She's got more. She's got more than a guy. She's got a couple of guys that said that, and, yeah. and women that are all working yeah. on this. I mean, there are many, right. yes. many, many gears, and she yes. is the head of the yes. head of the whole head of the whole thing. It's amazing to watch. Anyway, you're just John, cogs in the big machine. Here's the reason why we played Break S from um, <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Yes. I get a text from John this morning. Yeah, and he just says, <laughs> "I just want to give you fair warning." <laughs> I am in a foul mood <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, yeah. I feel bad. Mm -hmm. I said, well, you can mm -hmm. rant at me later. Sure. I, just, I, want, I don't know if I can help, but right. you know, rant, tell me what's up, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and so on. And even if, even if you don't want to say anything, cause I, I, I get in those moods. Oh boy. I get <laughs> poor greatest wife ever. She's there. She's got a cup of coffee. I come bouncing down and I'm in a, I don't know why she's in a right. terrible mood and she's yeah. like, good morning. And I'm like, yeah, but, <laughs> and, <she's>, oh. <laughs> and you can tell I just rained on her parade. She's like, da, 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 da. oh, it's Ron. All you know what though? So I don't know. You've been, you've been married a long time. I've been married a long time. So I, I don't know whether you do this. I certainly do this, that if I'm in a foul mood, I just let it be known I'm in a foul mood. Yes. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, you know, just honestly stay clear of me today. I'm, I'm just, uh, things are not going well. I've got some things I need to work out in my brain. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be happy today. I'm just letting you know up front. Like, I feel like it's good to give 
people fair warning that you're having that kind of day. Oh, I got it. I got the howler on my phone this morning. So, <laughs> so I thought I'd let you know too. So would you like me to explain what I happened? would love to hear what it is that's ticking <sighs> off and, and, uh, anyway, it, go. It was no. a day like any other day. <laughs> <laughs> Just an ordinary day. All right. I, know. I mean, I woke up and, you know, I was feeling okay. Went down, got the coffee and, uh, well, first of all, the coffee, for some reason, I guess the heater was not turned on. Sometimes that happens. Oh, I'm man. not, I'm not blaming. It's just something that happens. Sometimes I, I get up usually about an hour after my greatest wife ever, uh, which I need to come up with a better name. Um, but you know what I mean? Anyway, that was not on. So I made it, made another pot and I'm like, ah, crap, but you know, it happens. So ground some fresh beans. That's the good side of things, right? It was like, okay, fresh coffee. Here we go. <laughs> Making lemons out of lemonade, right? And uh, I go sit down. I look at my email. That's what I do first thing in the morning, swiping, deleting, blah, 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 blah. And I get this message in my email that says, Dear Intercot, your X account has been suspended. And I was like, you're not going to get me spammers. You know, like I'm thinking this is one of those email lists that comes in and wants me to click through and verify my account and blah, 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 give my credit card information and, and all that kind of stuff. Well, no, yeah. it, it, this was legit. And it said that I have violated their rules against platform manipulation and spam. Now, so you all understand. Hold on, hold on. You, you got to okay. go back. Go you got to explain what Intercot is. Yeah, that's what I was going to, that's, that's what I was, where I actually I'm was sorry. just headed. So at Intercot. I'm trying to be at, Mr. Helpful. I know. At <laughs> I-N-T-E-R-C-O-T on all pretty much the social platforms, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, the YouTube, Tinder, uh, TikTok. Yeah. No, not Tinder. Why? Really? <laughs> Why? Seriously. Because <laughs> it's uh, funny. So, uh, this website is a Disney travel vacation planning website. It's been online nearly 26 years, literally online 13 years on Twitter or X formerly known as Twitter. Thanks, Elon. Uh, 13 years I've been online in the 13 years I've been online, literally on every single platform not a single violation, not a single warning, nothing. We, we post the most plain vanilla Disney content. Informative. Informative, informative right. But what yeah. I'm saying is like, I don't, we are family friendly. We do not offend people except yes. for occasionally we get bad reviews, you know, of Disney right. food. But, but legitimately, I don't go after people. I don't. I don't harass people. I don't post on other people's timelines harassing them. I don't do any of that stuff. I've literally run probably one of the cleanest social media accounts in the history of man. Like it's that straightforward. And so to get this this morning, I'm pissed. Like I am really, 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 really pissed, like angry and upset about this, that apparently somebody can complain about you and and your business 
and literally with the click of a button take you completely offline and and imagine had this you know been a kind of a distributed thing where they went after all my social media platforms whoever it was or whoever's doing this and and did that i would be out of business tomorrow now granted this is like a side business for me but this is a passion project that i've been doing for 26 years with volunteers and and i go and i show up at events i promote things i help people plan their disney vacations and things like that and gone this morning zero followers account suspended i'm gone the way of you know the i guess like james woods or other famous people who have been banned from the platform apparently intercot is bad i don't, I don't know. and the worst part let me just I know you want to say something, Rod. So I'm going to, uh, I'll just wrap with this. To say. Go ahead. Go. Right. But, but the fact is they don't give you any information as to why you were removed. Just a generic blah, blah, blah. And if you'd like to appeal, here's the link. And, and you know, now I have no idea how long I will be in purgatory and I was given no warning. I wasn't even told, Hey, you, this kind of content violates this or that, and you might want to take it down or something like that. Blah, 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 gone. Poof. Like I never existed. 13 years worth of content. Okay. Okay. That, all right. Two things. So it's suspended, and but it sounds like it was deleted. Is no, it's still there. It says account is suspended. And what they okay. do is they put you into this Twitter purgatory where okay. you're just like sort okay. of all the content yeah. is still i can see all the content on my right. side of things but when i log in i get like a little message that says your account is currently suspended okay and so yeah here's right. the second thing that's so frustrating and i ran through yeah. this when yeah. i was signing up for insurance yeah uh, with yeah. my new job and that yeah. is there's no person right speak to they want it all done online right on your phone on the computer but they don't want anybody any live person who's an employee to actually speak to you that right. can actually answer the stinking question that happened to me with that it happened to me when i called i'm not going to name names but i'll just give initials hp to try to get <laughs> the printer uh, driver for greatest wife ever's new computer by right. the way the printer's hp the computer is hp right and and when i'm talking talk to, to hp they're like well you need to sign up for this said, hold on timeout freeze hang on i just right. bought a brand new product and you're telling me anyway i did yeah. get to speak i did get to speak with someone with that but other than that there's nobody to talk to and you are literally at the mercy of somebody who went click you know i am and i am literally one of the guys that's on the side of small government and generally i don't like anybody messing with my stuff okay period okay i just i just generally think we all be better off without things without making it political or anything and because I, I hate both parties by the way i'll get that out there as well um <laughs> so the, the bottom line is that won't create one, any enemies <laughs> no oh i do i just i i don't like they're all a bunch of weasels um but it's, anyway I've hey, heard it, let me let me let me interrupt <laughs> i've heard it characterized by uh, as this by one a friend of mine who says yeah. 
And I don't believe he's politically affiliated with either party. I'm not. But I think he says 90% of the people in the country Mm -hmm. agree on 90% of the It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? It's just that 10% here and that 10% there. Right. And that 10% of issues that ruin it for for this 90% bubble. (laughs) But everybody else is pretty cool with everybody else. All right. I'm going to put a big comma in the middle of my sentence now. Uh, Comma, except (laughs) I do feel right now social media as a whole is freaking out of control. And I think the power that the big platforms have is ridiculous. And the fact, like you mentioned, that there is no process to actually talk to a live human being. I mean, a a long time ago, I got banned from uh, Amazon for doing reviews. Like, literally, I had written thousands of reviews. And I had one where somebody sent me a product and I reviewed it, took legitimate pictures. And I guess that product was caught up in some sort of... The, you know, they, the company that did it was manipulating things and sending stuff out to be, and I got caught up in that and I'm banned for life. And I tried for months to talk to them about that kind of stuff, just gone, you know? Okay. So, and that's what I'm worried about here. Like I can be gone and this, this could be the end of everything. Even though I've submitted, I may never hear back from anybody. I won't be able to talk to anybody. Sorry about right. that, John. Here right. we go. Let's, let's not get this thing. Band. <laughs> so, Sorry, yesterday I'm on uh, social media on Facebook, and <laughs> I'm a <laughs> member of a I'm a member of a group called. Uh, Go ahead. Oh gosh, I don't even remember what it's called. Christmas, whatever. Christmas through the years. When I'm, you know, I'm a Christmas. Christmas all right. I love all of this. So yeah. somebody decided to post. Hey, what's your favorite movie quote? Christmas movie quote. And let's see if I can name it. And I'm like, oh, oh, you're on. Please, yeah. please, let's see. So I'm just going to say 99% of them to me were very easy. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, stuff from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, the Jim Carrey version, stuff like that. Uh, Elf was also pretty big. Next week, it will be John Bandyuglitsky. <laughs> Hey, by the way, I know you're in the middle of Christmas. Jim's funny. I know you're in the middle of Christmas quotes, but yes. if you all listening can do me a favor and go follow us after the show on every single one of our social media platforms that you're on, it would mean the world to me because we're going to have to make up our reach now uh, for Disney PR if we have one less place to be. So thank you for listening. You are the greatest audience ever. I've coined a new term and <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you very right. much. Thank you. All right. Quotes. Christmas so I quotes. was just, I was just proud of myself. Cause I, I threw one up. Let's see if John gets this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, you probably will. You think? Don't want to scare the Dickens out of you. The Dickens <laughs> the out dick, of them. Nobody, nobody gets me. me. That's Frank Cross. Nobody answered that one. Really? However, I got another one. It says, I don't mind you hitting me, Frank, but take it easy on the Bacardi. Also, also from Scrooge. Scrooge. Duh. Scrooge. Yeah. And so I replied with another line, which was, um, 
What do you say? You, me, the ghosts, Trader Vicks. <laughs> there's so many great lines in that. Movie. There's so many great lines, but I realized though, and the greatest wife ever said this to me once too. And she's like, I don't think you understand how deep in the weeds we are with this. She yeah. and, I and the family. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, we're way, way. Somebody did post uh, one of the quotes was mistletoe, which I knew immediately is four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and um, Reese Witherspoon. Don't tell me you've never seen it, John. No, no, no. I've seen it, but that yeah. the quote is just mistletoe. You got yeah. that from the word only. There is a yeah. surrounding comment. No, no, that. no. That was their safe word. Oh, they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when they went to a party and they wanted to leave or whatever. <laughs> no, mistletoe. I put, mistletoe. I, put the, I put the quote at the bottom of my, underneath that. I just said, it's a satellite dish, not a satellite genius. <laughs> Because his father keeps calling it a satellite. Uh, it's just the inside stuff. With it is a, that I do. Right. You know, that's one of those that I kind of forget about until I watch it again, and I'm like, oh, this is brilliant. I'm a Vince Vaughn fan generally. It's a speaking. new one. It's a new classic for us. We have to watch it. We love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah, that'll be in our Christmas show, which we'll probably do more than one because there's just so much ground to cover during the holidays. So mm -hmm. yeah. anyway. Yeah. It is time. We're a little behind time. Are we? I just wanted to put that out there because I realized the greatest wife ever had mentioned that to me before is that, you know, I don't think people, I don't think you realize how much you're way into it more than other people are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, wonder, I make references from the eighties all the time. And then I realize my target audience is typically in its thirties, which right. means they may not have even seen some of the things that I'm referring. <laughs> Well, that they, brings you get me, that blank stare. <laughs> that brings me to today's question of the day, because oh. it's time to get the gray matter working. Fire <laughs> off the synapses, engage the frontal lobe, form new neural networks, utilize the cerebrum. As Pooh says, it's time to think, think, think. question of the day we like to call it the qod for yeah. short and also this is uh this is for pride not prize pride not prize are you ready are you ready are you ready are you ready here's today's question of the day baltimore ravens now i know they lost but i'm still trying to represent all right all right baltimore ravens lost to the indianapolis colts that was a bitter bitter pill mm. they lost to the colts on sunday yeah. mm -hmm. as you may remember or maybe not and this is where the generational thing comes in mm. the colts yeah. used to be in baltimore used to be the baltimore colts years ago they left in the early 80s well over 40 years ago in fact the team the colts got their name from this other yearly sporting event in baltimore what is this event? Baltimore Ravens lost to the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. As you may remember, the Colts used to be in Baltimore. In fact, the team got their name from this other yearly sporting event in Baltimore. What is it? And you don't have to be from the area in order to know it. All right. Here we go. Answer now. 
Answer now. <laughs> Still funny. Still funny. All right, got some. We got some answers coming in. This is good. This is good. This might be a gimme. Maybe it's easier than I thought. Oh, second verse, same as the first. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? Oh, look at you, branded water. That's right. Uh, um, 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 boing, boing. All, All right. right. Here's, here's the question one more time. Baltimore yes. Ravens lost to the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. As you may remember, the Colts used to be in Baltimore. In fact, the team got their name from this other yearly sporting event in Baltimore. What is the sporting event? All right. Sandy was quick with the answer. She was yes. way ahead of everybody else. She said. Sandy said the freakness that is the preakness, which is the second jewel in the triple crown because it's run by Colts. It's a horse racing event. There you go. Sandy there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The Breakness Stakes, which is run at yeah. High Pimlico. Pimlico yep. Racetrack. Yeah, the Preakness. Apparently. Because the Preakness, that's where the team got the name Colts. So that's why I was a little bummed when, well, I was more than a little bummed when they snuck out in the middle of the night and moved to Indianapolis. And uh, I don't begrudge them, though, because I love my Ravens. But the Colts, I mean, I was a, I was a Colt fan. You know, I had the, um, the you know, Johnny Unitas and all of that yeah. stuff. I had the Baltimore Colts helmet and Colt memorabilia all over God's creation. So uh, when they moved, they took the name with them, which I was a little bummed. Now, if you want to get technical, the Cleveland Browns also moved from Cleveland to Baltimore. True. And I think running around somewhere, uh, people thought they were going to be the Baltimore Browns. And Baltimore, or the owner, Robert Irsay at the time, said, was it Robert Irsay? No, that was the Colts. Anyway, the owner said, no, 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 leave the Browns name in Cleveland in case they get another team or when they get another team and so on. And then they came up with a new name for, for the Baltimore team. I really thought it should have been the Indian Indianapolis Racers or something like that, which... Would have, I mean, Indianapolis Colts, it just didn't make any sense. Just like, you know, the Phoenix Cardinals. It was the St. Louis Cardinals. It was always the St. Louis Cardinals. And now it's right. the Phoenix Cardinals. And then it was the, you know, St. Louis Rams. And then it's, it was always the LA up. Rams. And now it's the LA Rams again. And it was the Ooh. Oakland Raiders. And now it's the Las Vegas Raiders. And it's the, it was the Houston Oilers. And then they changed Houston Oilers. Where did they go? Was it the Tennessee Oilers for? That became the Tennessee Titans, right? Oilers became the Titans. Oh, I don't. Yeah, something like that. So then, I when mean, the Houston gets a new team, they I call mean. them the Texans. The Houston, okay, the Houston Texans. Instead of switching it back to all right, what it so was, but could have been right. the Baltimore Marylanders. <laughs> hun, but no, hun, the Crabs. On sideways, Baltimore Crabs. Baltimore Crabs. <laughs> That'd be good. Going sideways across the field there. Blue crabs. <laughs> blue right. crabs. We'd be the blue crabs. And then we'd All have more a blue crabs here, huh? We'd have a color. Uh, and we'd go get some Natty Bow and talk about bears. Sal Ripken. The old, ba old bears. Go down <laughs> bears. The old bears. Uh, going okay. down well, there you go. Congratulations. Who was it? Sandy? Yeah, Sandy. Sandy. Yes. 
She, was, <laughs> she said she had memory, many memories of being at the Preakness in the infield. And then some memories that she couldn't oh, remember. I never, I never <laughs> went, which actually brings up a good point because I was talking to the uh, uh, daughter, the younger yep. last night. Liked and subscribed to Intercot on Facebook, Facebook and, and Facebook. nice job. Thank, Thank you, you, Jim. Jim just posted a comment. Uh, so the <laughs> Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles, O-R-I-O-L-E-S, are in the playoffs. And Daughter of the Younger is like, crazy. Hey, I'm working on getting tickets to the Orioles playoffs. And I'm like, <gasps> should I try? Because <laughs> the company I work for is an Oriole affiliate. affiliate, right? Yes, we have the Oriole. I ran Orioles games. That's my. That was my very first job in pam, radio. Pam, 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 was, pam. was running Orioles. W A R K was Orioles baseball. <laughs> no, I used what? to do the billboards. I love doing the billboards. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Feel the thrill of baseball on the radio. And I would do Baltimore Orioles baseball. Brought to you by Spikers Appliances. <laughs> they were like, we had to have two. We had to have two carts. Oh. Two car, car, oh, it's a radio cartridge. We had to add two of them because we had so many sponsors. Because everybody wanted to get on board with the Baltimore Orioles. We had one of the greatest play-by-play uh, -play announcers of all time, John Miller. Yeah, it's still, it was good. Still good. Still, still a great play-by-play -play announcer. Um, yeah. so I'm wondering. I mean, I don't know how much do you think. I'm just going to throw that at you, and I'm going to throw that at you if you're listening. Um, how much do you think would be too much to pay for a pair of tickets to see an Orioles or a playoff game for your favorite team? How much do you think would be too much? I'm quiz? capping it, and I know it's probably only going to be, it's probably going to be like $200 a ticket. I'm I, capping it at like two. I, I couldn't go over that. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say, is that two, your thing? Thanks. Too fitty. Two fifty <laughs> yeah, for a pair, the, the little for card, a, you know, into yeah. the match game <laughs> slot. Right oh, okay. <laughs> right. okay. Slot, it's in two fifty. I would say if you're a fan, come on, man. Yeah, you may. It may be another ten years before the O's are in the playoffs. You never know. And they've been bad for so long. Right. And I never, I never took advantage of the. I could go on like a Tuesday night, and they'd pay me to go to the game because they were just so bad <laughs> that you know they just wanted to get butts in the seats. Now you can't squeeze people in sideways, obviously, because. They're doing really, really well. 150 yeah. a ticket if you're a fan. So 300 for that's a, a little pair. low. I think that's a little low. Quite Three. Frankly. No, that's his cutoff. I know. Well, I'm saying 250 a ticket. Oh, you're saying I would go a five. I would go a five bill no. to see. Oh, 100. No, if would. it were my team, no. look, we. I've had this. I've had this conversation with my wife in an adjacent sport, college basketball. That if the University of Dayton go Flyers. Ever, oh ever, and so much. Ever, if you follow his personal account on X, he's all about that. Which, by the way, I'm going to shut down if they freaking suspend me forever. That'll be the end of that. Just going to be gone. That, I just brought that up to poke. At thanks, you. thanks. Way to go. Poke the bear. Poke the bear. Um, if if Dayton ever got into like the the Sweet Sixteen or whatever, I don't care where it is. I'm traveling 
to go there and I don't care what it costs. Really? Literally. Yes. I've warned, I've warned my wife. I'm, if they get that far along again, it may be the last time that it happens while I'm alive. So I am going and they are my team. So I understand if you are a huge Orioles fan and you've grown up on this all your life and the O's are in the playoffs now, and it's been like a decade or whatever it's been since seriously that they've had a contending team like this. I would pay two fifty a ticket. I would see, and I and I grew up with the Orioles as a kid. It was the you know seventy one, seventy two. Um, oh, what did Bud say? I got playoff World, World Series, Series tickets to Philadelphia back in ninety three. Paid over one hundred fifty dollars a ticket as okay. a season as a season holder. In today's dollars, what that would be, Bud would be in the five hundred dollar range easily. Hold on, hold on. Can we do that? Is there a is there an online site that does that? Today's no. dollars yeah. versus nineteen ninety three dollars. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You just put it in. You've got hold that. On, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Ron's running the calculator. Uh, one hundred fifty dollars. Hold on. <laughs> a little little uh, Thank music you. while the calculator is going. Yeah. And what was that? 1993. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that was 20 years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is the theme from Match Game. Dun, 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 For those that didn't grow up during the no, era. I don't, who wants Euro? Nobody wants Euro. No, Euros. <laughs> Come on, Euros. U.S. dollar. There we go. U.S. dollar. Okay. It's three eighteen seventy one today. Your inflation, uh, okay. your inflation calculator. Huh? I'm not buying that. So you went from three hundred dollars to over six hundred. So it doubled, more than doubled. If my house price doubled in the last three years, I have to believe that since 1993. I just said it more it than doubled. More. It more I know. I mean, I, I what I'm saying is, I think since 1993, it probably is triple or quadruple. But who am I to question the calculator? Well, no, I mean, okay, that's what they're saying the rate of inflation was. Um, okay. Obviously, you know, on the secondary market, the tickets would be astronomical, yeah. and the, and they would get it that's because it's what the market can bear, and and that's the only thing that I understand about the uh, economy at all. Okay. Period. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I guess I can't. It it was it comes from the same thing. I guess I'm getting old, man. It came from when I was looking for a car, and. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody had a yep. Dodge Charger or Challenger or right. a Chevy Camaro. Right. And yeah, I just I love, that. you know, and today's I'm talking 2012, 20, mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know, that era, maybe okay. like 2018 or whatever, when I bought the car, 17. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's um, uh, and they were everywhere. Everybody had one. And I'm like, oh God, I love this. I love the muscle cars. I love them. I'm looking, I was looking at used. I'm like, why does everybody why does everybody else get to own one of these? And I don't. Why? What is up with that? Uh, I, feel like, you. I feel you. I feel you on problem? this. One. Why? Yeah. Oh. You know, and I so greatest wife ever, God bless her. She literally found a Dodge Challenger, mm-hmm. whichever one's the whichever one's the coupe, the two-door. Um was Challenger or Charger. I forget which one. And um, found one, Two and more. we test drove it. Okay, test drove it. Right, and I had to walk away from it because I you didn't just, like it. No, I loved it. 
Why did you walk not, away from it? I could not justify spending that amount of money. It's a challenger, by the way. When I found a, um, I found a, a used Honda Civic, and I love Honda Civics, and it was in the new body you style. You took a talking. Honda Civic over a Dodge Challenger. Yeah, I did. It was hmm. about, John, it was about a half the price. I No, I get that. I understand. B, I it's a Honda. It's probably the last car I'm ever going to own. It sucks being you know? practical sometimes. I was just, pra- I couldn't, I could not. And that's, and that would be my thinking going into the, now, daughter, the younger is like, look, man, YOLO, you got, you got to take advantage I'm of getting every to that little point. thing you can. Yeah. You've got to yep. live your life, do your experience. This morning, Grace, if ever took a mouthful of coffee um and her mug that didn't hadn't been sugared yet she drinks it uh just with sugar and okay. she's like what oh. <laughs> i said she's like i don't know how my mom Dude. did that her, her mom yeah. drank black coffee and i said life's too short to not sugar your coffee and i'm thinking ah oh, life's too short for me to not go to an orioles playoffs game but i can't justify that. come on dude seriously uh, I, didn't the, I didn't buy the challenger I didn't, I, you know. You know what? I but no. but but life. And is then every time one drives. Oh, and by the way, they've all but disappeared off the road. I don't see anybody driving a Challenger anymore. It was just when I was really? looking for a no, car. They're still around. I see. No, them I the know road. they are. I just don't see them. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Well, you you have a blind spot for them now. <laughs> you literally have blacked it out from your memory. It's maybe, it's, or maybe. should that be whited out? to use an eighties term, the white out. Oh, good one. Yeah. No, I just don't, I I, I can't, I have to be, I gotta be practical. I mean, a lot of that stuff, look, half that money went into my retirement. So I'm not driving it around in a car so I can look cool or feel cool. Um, But, but if you like the driving experience, I think it all depends on where you are. Okay. I I loved that test drive. So, so you know, we were out on the road and I'm with the sales guy. Jenny's in the back seat. That's greatest wife ever. He's in the back seat. And I'm the sales guy. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, can I, he goes, yeah, go ahead. And I freaking punched it. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Oh, the power. Oh, 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 dude. So, so good. It yeah. was so good. Yeah. And, and you I know mean, what? I didn't hear a peep from the greatest wife ever in the back. She's like, yep, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, she was with me all the way. Not once did she ever say, no, don't get this. If you want to get your dream car, get your dream car. And I could not. I could not do it. So that, that's, that's how you know you up. found the one, by the way, right there. <laughs> oh, I know. I've I've known she's been the one for like ever in a day. I know just but, stuff yeah, like no, that. I know. Those are those are the points. By the way, and she's, and she's the one who found the car. Yeah, she's like see, all right, and that's uh, just it. Know, like she go, was even looking. <laughs> she did. She's like, well, you go test drive this. That's awesome. And uh, let's go test drive it and see what happens. And I, but I could not sign the dotted line. We had to walk I, away. I got to be honest. I think my next car that I buy when I buy a next car is going to be the car i want like which is, which i mean is what I, which is well, what i don't know yet because yeah. quite frankly by the time i get to buy it it'll be something 
there maybe be something out that isn't out today, but, but, you know, I, I really wanted my Mitsubishi Eclipse. I have an Eclipse convertible. You, see, you owned my other dream car from back in the day. We Those own three kids. different ones of that. Yeah. I so over the did. years, but, but it was, it was I'm, kind of fast and furious kind of, that, it was in that. that and, the Eagle, the Eagle Talon. Remember Eagle, Eagle Talon? Yeah. That, Eagle that was, Talon was the same. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, what was it? The Plymouth laser. There were three cars that were actually the exact they same They were the same car. car were they? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. uh, but I mean, that all being said, I, I, my car have been used. Like the last two eclipses I've had were used. And, and, and now I have a 2013, which was the last year they made it. So that's yeah. 10 years ago. And our last car uh, that we bought new was five years ago, which was our Jeep. So, I mean, we don't, I get it. <laughs> we do. And everything's paid off, and and then and then we don't uh, when drive we that much anymore, you know. When we were looking at the um, for the Honda, and we found it on on this used car lot, um, and found the car that I'm driving now, which I love, by the way. I love my car, although it doesn't have the subwoofer in it like my previous one did. I'm a little bummed about that. But that's yeah, right. that's what I love about mine. I'm the cobbler whose children doesn't doesn't have any shoes. I'm the radio guy who has a horrible sound system in its car. <laughs> like, oh, there's one thing anyway, you gotta have. You gotta have a I good know. sound system. That was I, a rule. <laughs> I am aware of that, John. <laughs> Margo, but, well, <laughs> I know Margo, well, but we were looking, uh, and we were when we were on the lot, it was also it's also a Chevy dealer. And yeah. I was looking at the Camaros. And Camaros like, oh, are nice too. Oh. A friend who has one of those. By the way, Jim said Eagle Talon was on his list in the 90s. And then Brooke chimes in OMG, I earned a owned a turbo laser back in the day. So we brought up some memories here. This is my whole point, John. Everybody had a nicer car than I. <laughs> I think that point is being made very Everybody. well. Right yes, it is. Everybody. Although yeah. I did. My first car <clears throat> out of college and my first radio job was a Pontiac Sunbird Turbo stick. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, I think cook. They were they, were they Those were unreliable, though. I mean, they probably did cook, well, but. They burned the turbocharger out twice. Yeah, I had, it, I had it replaced, what? and I burned it out again. Exactly so that what I I'm talking about. As, just ran yeah. it as a regular four-cylinder. Um, but the. Uh, <laughs> Um, but the the Camaro, the one I was looking at that was in my wheelhouse price wise and so right. on, it was a stick. And oh, I, I love that. Love that. Ever, greatest wife ever can't drive a stick. So oh. it'd be, it would be only my car and I can't do that. It has to be a family car. It has to be, both of us would be able to change out. If she has to drive my car, she hates driving my car, by the way, but if she has to, she will. But she's like, it's so little because she's been driving SUVs and, and family vans. And now she's got another SUV. She had a right. Ford Explorer for a while. So she likes sit up above everybody. But now in the, you know, when she's down in my car, I mean, you're down, you're in it. You're on the road. You know, it's hugging the turns. Was uh, that it, was, it was not a, uh, it was too, it, yeah, but it the wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, was convertible. It a convertible. No, Look it was that. a two tone. Two-tone. Um, it was blue on top, gray on the bottom. Okay. Oh, and you better believe when I bought tires, I I had the raised white letters. Oh, <laughs> RWL. Yeah, 
By the way, yeah. if we ever want to get into this and, and save this for a future show, we should talk about the time that I tried to teach my wife stick shift. You know what? I, I, it was so, not a good the, moment. Uh, the um, Really? Was it calling into question everything in your relationship? It was. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Let's just put it this way. I pulled the emergency brake at one point. Oh, that's all right. How long? How many years ago was that? Oh, literally 25, 30. I don't know, uh, and I'll say this about daughter, the younger again, is that she decided she's like, you know what? And this is one of those, I need life experience kind of thing. Yeah. So she had her boyfriend teach her how to drive his stick shift yeah. and she would drive it all around and to practice and, you know, God bless him. He was patient and, you know, I guess she was a good student. I don't know. I was young and impatient back then. Yeah. Yeah. I'm finding I'm, I'm more, I'm more patient nowadays. Okay. So briefly we had to. Stephanie says, I taught myself how to drive stick shift on the mean streets of rural Vermont in the 80s. Uh, you know how I learned, uh, Stephanie? Uh, U-Haul. I went to rent a truck to drive home from school from Dayton, Ohio to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and went to pick the truck up. And they were like, well, this is all we got. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, if you're going to grind out. some gears, no better thing to grind some gears in than a U-Haul. A rental, yeah. I learned my dad had a vet, a <laughs> show vet, a show vet, <laughs> show vet. Oh. 70, I forget what it was, but it was 70, Chauvet, 77, no, 78, okay. nine, whatever, 80 Chevette, but it was a stick. So I learned how to drive the stick and he would take me out and, and we'd go on a hill and he's like, all right, don't put the brakes on, hang it in first and just keep it here. And I'm, what oh, are you yeah. talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> I had it in first, and I'm just burning out that clutch. Like, oh. Yeah. Yep. Squirrel. <laughs> I know. Kinda, A lot of people know. have common experiences here, though, with the stick shift. And then something that pretty much our kids nowadays will never get to experience. They just don't make them pretty much anymore. Sandy said, my father bought me a 1978 Chevette. Stick shift left me at the dealer in northern New Jersey <laughs> to figure out how to drive it home. Oh, dad. Here's the deep water, Sandy. Uh, here you go. <laughs> Swim to shore. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Figure it oh, out. That oh. is great. That's a good one. Oh, my. Chevette, though. That was a big, that car was everywhere. Nabua said my mom did that to me in a Subaru in my hometown, <laughs> Susanville, California. Seems, seems, seems to be a common thing. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. That is that's funny. A good, that's a good story. I love yeah, that. That is. That is. It's a really good story. I've had, and I've had to one time. Let's see. If, I don't think the greatest wife ever is listening. So <laughs> I have. She can listen on replay. <laughs> Just saying. She doesn't care. No. Okay. So I was driving and I had daughter, the younger in the car and I had to get from point A to point B rather quickly. Yep. yep. So I said, don't tell your mother. And it was up over South mountain into Boonesboro. And mm -hmm. it's, if you don't, 
No, it's hilly. You, it's it's curvy, but it's curvy and it's blind right. curves and hills. Yeah. And I needed to open it up. Now I drove that every day to work. You so knew I knew it. the road like right. the back of my hand. Yes, right. I knew the road like the back of my hand. So I was straightening out the curves and I'm over in the other <laughs> the younger is like they're like, okay, dad. I said, look, shh, shh, shh. don't say anything. And I just, because, you know, I'm pulling 50 or 60 going up the mountain Woo! on the, on that mountain road, which Smoking. is, you know, I've driven which, that road, which is 35, by the way, that's mm -hmm. reckless driving. And I don't, I don't recommend we that. do not. The, the Ron Ross radio show podcast does not neither uh, endorse nor <laughs> encourage. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling the story as an illustration of what not to do. Exactly. But the point is, I don't know if I had newfound respect or if I put the fear of God in the daughter of the younger. Oh, no. Greatest <laughs> one ever was listed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honey. I had to get to Mark's rather quickly. I forget what it was for, but yeah. We, oh, um, sorry. This was, this was many, many, <laughs> many years ago. Look, she's fine. I'm fine. Everybody's good. <laughs> She's not gonna lose <laughs> at all ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was busted. <laughs> Look, she never listens. Why? Well, how am I supposed to know that she? she, she there it is. There we go. Okay. But that also tells you that the daughter of the younger is loyal. She never said anything. She never, never ratted you out, huh? Nope. Not at all. Good Not girl. at all. She's yes, good, good for her. Although she's going to hear an earful from the grace. <laughs> Not what she wants. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> it is not happening at all. Oh yes, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to keep driving this car, and I'm just going to, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to drive it into the ground. It sat for two years during the pandemic. The battery died. Well, yeah, because do I never drive. In fact, when I took it to get emissions tested for the state of Maryland, they said, look, you're not driving it enough for us to get a good reading. You need to drive this like every day. Yeah. Come back in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Happen. I've had that no. happen. So, um, but now I'm driving it every day and I'm taking it to work and, and so on. So, and, uh, when the, when the greatest wife ever takes her car, which by the way, we never saw, I never saw this car before in my life until we bought it. And then it was the whole Bader Meinhof uh syndrome where all of a sudden it's everywhere it was oh, all, right. the, all yeah, of a sudden exactly. it's, it's all yeah. the tv commercials friends of mine have it i'm like i didn't know you had this car <laughs> and I, I never heard of it before it's a it's an acura but we didn't get the mdx we got the rdx which is a you know step down and we bought right. it used right right, right. never heard of it before i'm like rdx okay cool we can that's us that's our wheelhouse yeah, it's cheaper, it's smaller, it's and then they're everywhere. And now they're <laughs> now it's, they're everywhere. Literally, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know. It happens. Know. It happens. Anyway, all right. Yes. You know what? I never get to, I got to uh, mispronouncing the words. Um, so maybe we'll hold that over until all I know is that I was recording a uh I was recording a client, a pretty big client, doing mm -hmm. uh her commercial. And I even talked to the salesperson before and I said, look. Does this person say jewelry or jewelry? 
And she says, I think it's, I think they say jewelry. I said, good, because jewelry is incorrect. And I was busted on it when I was doing a jewelry commercial. Right. right? I remember. I mean, that. I was told flat out from the salesperson who, who walked in with the cart. This was many, many years ago. I says, this is wrong. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's jewelry. Jewelry. Never was a jewelry. So, and then recently, and I mean, like in the past five years or so, I was on the air and realized that I was mispronouncing the word mischievous because I always said mischievous. No, mischievous. It's not, it's we, that's not mischievous. weird. It's not mischievous. It's right. mischievous. Yeah. Oh, don't act like you've all you've known it all this time. You've known it all this time. Yeah. I haven't. I've been mispronouncing jewelry. Jewelry. Did you know it was jewelry, not jewelry? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? That's fine. Just me then. All right. I used to have a client in Martinsburg. Gold thumb jewelry. Right. Yeah. Gold I thumb knew. jewelers. Right. Right. I forget who I was doing it, but it was I said jewelry. So the client's doing the copy is reading. <laughs> No, it's Frederick. Commercial. Sorry, that's where we got we got the. And I, it was. Uh, that's where you got your. Uh, I know. All right. The engagement. All right, moving on. Go ahead. It's fine. So I squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. So I stop the person in the middle of reading the commercial and said, and I did. I gave him the time outside. <laughs> Wait, you you and did you did I did. <laughs> I said sorry. And I said I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, it's jewelry, not jewelry. And she says, okay. "What did I say?" And I said, "Is it jewelry?" Jewelry, said, which is why I stopped you instead of two. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh. mm -hmm. well, it's so bad because then I saw them later at the uh, <laughs> at the Great Frederick Fair. Okay. And this person, I'm at the fair and I'm doing a remote broadcast, and this person walks up. I'm like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" And he said, "Jewelry," and I'm like. Oh no! No, it's it's a thing you've imprinted. No, like I'm so sorry. <laughs> and the person like, no, 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 it's good. It's it's all good. It's all in fun. And they were they were good natured about it. But I felt really bad. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I felt badly. A lot of a lot of people don't use the adverb, but uh, that's a whole other thing. We'll get into like English pet peeves later yes. on, of which I have many. Apparently, <laughs> apparently you do. I have one. All right, I'm going to give you the symbol. You give me the wrap up sign. All right, we're going to get going. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh, and I'm this is overtime. working on uh, working on time. guests, working on some cool guests. I know. That, I'm still uh, wait, you, meeting, waiting to yeah. meet the lady over your shoulder. There, it's happening. I I want to see it happen. I'm excited Ooh, about it. Robin over no, there. The other way. Oh, I'm over. There, who right is there? that? Who's who's in the who? What did you say? The one, what's that's the one up in the Robin. corner? That's Robin. Show me love. Show me life. R O B Y N. Robin. Don't know. Don't know. I'm talking about the one two. in the red. Two big hits. What? That's bare naked ladies right there. Keep going down. That's Jason Fox. No, down, down. Over here. Hey, you're just being. <laughs> you're just doing two. that on purpose. Two. Lisa Loeb. Yeah, that Lisa. person. Lisa. Lisa Loeb. You um, yeah, I'm going to work on that. We're going, I think, uh, Lisa, Mark McGrath said he would be happy to come on the show. I would like to meet him as well. Yeah, so looking forward to uh, it. Uh, we're working on that. And I have some other guests that won't necessarily that I think you will enjoy that we'll get into. 
What is this? Naboo said, from since I was a kid, I had to stop and focus on how to say orange. Well, in our house, it's orange with a CH on the end. <laughs> uh, see, Jim's, he's already punching out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think there's a hint being given. Oh, yeah, we're over. We are our audience. We are, yeah, Odney's like, I'm out of here. We're in extra time, as they say yeah. in uh, football. Thanks, thanks boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over. it's overtime. Yeah. Which the Ravens. Right. Whatever. Anyway. Listen, please take care of yourselves and each other. Please be safe. John Yaglinski. Sorry, he's over here. Ron Ross. Love you, mean it. Bicycle. Bye now. So long, everybody. <laughs>